Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Get the Egg. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, we will discuss that later. Uh, yeah guys, welcome back to another episode of Get the Belt podcast. I am one of your hosts, Miles. And I'm Kashmir. Woo woo. What's up, guys? Hey. I hope you guys had a great week and yes. all of that. Let's not waste any time and let's get straight in uh, the show with Word of the Week. Well, guys, I'm going to bless you with the Word of the Week with Have Courage. I chose this one because Ugh. this um, past week um, I lost my nan. She died. Oh, yeah, and I'm not like it's been an um, emotional week to be honest, and stressful <laughs> week, especially because on my dad's side and my dad's emotional and stuff. But I'll get back into that when I speak how my week has been. But I'm mm. saying be courage, um, have courage because sometimes we have to ha- we have to be brave. We have to have that strength to do that. Jesus, things will keep going the way we want if we push through it and just be. Be brave, really. Have courage for something that you think you might not have courage for. You think you can't, like, be strong for. So, especially in a situation where you've lost someone or you're going through a certain situation, you just have to be brave and just, like, look forward towards the outcome. Mm. Oh, my, she scared me already before you start to cry. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Why? Why do you agree with that, Miles? Oh my god! Um, Come on, be brave. Have courage. I didn't expect you to do something like this this week. Because uh, I had to. It's kind of like what I've been feeling. You like sometimes you didn't know you have a certain strength till you put through a certain situation. So you just have to, yeah, have courage. Even if you think you might not have it today or tomorrow, or the next day after that, even if it's just for a split second, sometimes you just have to be brave. A hundred percent. I I agree with that word of the week, and I feel like where, where I am in my personal life right now, um, I'm definitely gonna have to put that into play. Yeah. The whole courage thing, uh, and you know, just do what is right. Oh. Me. Yes, Miles. Yes, uplift us. <laughs> Get us in our feelings, you little bitch. 
Okay, well, thank you for that word yes. of the week, Kashmir. I hope it affected you all in yes. a good way and opened up your eyes. And it's true. We all need this to be brave. week. Be brave mm-hmm. and have, have courage. courage. Yes. Yes. So, how was your week, Kashmir? As I was saying before, yes, my nan died um, this Tuesday. Well, last Tuesday gone, and mm. you know, like it was, it was crazy because I finished work exactly at the time frame when my sisters was calling me. Then when I picked up the phone call, my sister said, "Oh." Kashmir, like you can hear it in her voice, something Straight sad away. happened, and she said grandma died, and Alice instantly stopped in my tracks. Like, oh my gosh! Where were you when you like, I just out? finished work? And this came right outside of work, about to cross over to go get Cyrus from after school club, and then she told me that, and I was like, you know, you like, oh, what? Like, like you know, what you fuck? like how? Like, I knew she was at that that point in the, in her life where she was um passing i don't say dying because she she was like around 92 years old so she actually did wow. live a, a full life yes she did but it was the fact that you know when you're so used to be like, i'm going to my grandma's house and it's gonna be weird thinking oh my gosh like you go to your grandma's house and your grandma's not there that's you know what I'm saying? That you have to get something you have to like try and get used to and then see my dad's <sighs> breakdown because my dad's mum was first time it was the first time that i've ever seen my dad like broken he was like he was he was crying so hard. Every emotion, mm. every t- like I felt it. It how would it was it was just a hard week, guys. Which is emotional. We've been in and out of our um my nan's house, my family members mm. and stuff like that. Um, so it's actually <laughs> it's, even going down. It's kind of sad because even Cyrus was like, "Oh, is great grandma sleeping?" And of course, I don't want him to know about that just yet. Yeah. I don't know if he even would understand it. But it just it's weird now. But Have of you course, told him yet. And I told him that grandma's grandma's gone to heaven now. And he's like, oh, where's that in the sky? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But then he still thinks grandma's just sleeping for a, a long time. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know. It's like, it was. it's a week where, as I was saying, have courage and be brave and know that everything's, everything's going to be all right. And um, it was just, oh, just when you see your dad break down, I think that's sad because all I'm saying is to everyone out there, if your relationship with your parents is not the best relationships try and make peace with them in Jesus. some sort of way because you don't know one day you could get that phone call of them being gone and then the last thing you said to them was mom I hate you or dad I hate you or you're a bitch or you don't talk to them again and then you, wow. you'll feel no I'm just saying there's some people out there I'm not trying to force no one to create a relationship with yeah. them that's understandable if they haven't been there at all mm. and then, but if you over a little disagreement or a little argument don't let it stop you from having a relationship with your parents or even your children any adults I watch because you don't know what can happen today tomorrow next week you don't know mm-hmm. and you don't want to know that the last words you said to them was oh, I don't want to speak to you again and then it's going to hit you hard it's going to hit you hard and you make you think oh my gosh I didn't get the chance to say goodbye I didn't get the chance to tell them that I love them so I'm just saying I think we just all have to make peace with our loved ones because they no, you don't. Oh gosh, you were talking about. I'm trying. I'm trying to hold back the tears. Mm. But it was. An, it has been an emotional week, guys. And of, let me say the upside. We did go to. We did go to um, a Nicki Minaj concert. <laughs> yeah. That was lit in it, Miles. It was. It was amazing. And then seeing Keisha Renee perform. She was spectacular, guys. She was magnificent. Like, it was just amazing experience. I know that I was like, you know, we was right near the stage. I was like, no, we're VIP. You know, we've been walking with my little ticket thing and everyone's looking at us. Where are they going? And we're going backstage, bitch. (laughs) You sitting at the top. You know what I'm saying? And (laughs) it was such a nice experience, guys. But as I said, yeah, just have courage towards any situation and look out for your loved ones. How was your week, Miles? Oh, Miles is trying to... My week has been eventful. Yes. Um, 
It's been fucking shit. Yeah. It's been shit. And I'm trying to process everything that's happened without, even though I kind of have been, but almost like selling myself short a bit. Why do you say that? I don't really want to get into it. Come on, you might as well. Give us a little Apart from that, no, it's good. I met up with uh, Bonito, uh, stylist. Uh, Remy Sweeney, who used to be on the show. Yes, Remy. Uh, Uncle Saki, we went out. Um, mm. I needed to let off some steam. So they, being the good friends that they are, took me out and we did nice things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, managed to uh, meet up with um, Uzo, M&EK, which was cool. Uh, we'd like messages before in the past, but like okay. never got to meet just because schedules and busy lives, etc. So I managed to bump into him and like catch a vibe, which was cute. Um, then yeah, like last week having Keisha and on the show was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much yes, for all of like Keisha, your responses. Thanks for coming. Uh, to her, we have people saying that she's insp- and she inspired them previously to like lose weight, continue singing, and do this. And it's oh, just like, oh, seriously, that's yeah, amazing. like so good. So thank you again, Keisha, and for uh, hooking up, get the belt, um, with some nice things. And we hope you're enjoying your tour. Um, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I've just been judged. Uh, Jim in my neck. I was off practically all week because oh, yeah, I bust my neck. Injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my neck has full rotation, full tilt now, so I can really do yeah, nice things. He was using his neck and everything. Huh? Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> you used your neck all on the weekend, weren't you? I <laughs> last week pulled my neck at <laughs> my workplace because I was going a bit too full out on stage. You know how extra mask. <laughs> 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 but no, it was a good week. Um apart from like a little personal thing I had to go through. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, good. I'm just trying to, you know, do the right thing and have some courage. Yes. It's time for Melanin Magnificence. Who does your Melanin Magnificence go to this week? My one goes to a New Jersey teenager who got accepted into 17 colleges. But wait, wait, guys. Mm -hmm. It's after being homeless. For most of his life, basically. Come through. I was like, and his name is called Dylan Chiddick. He's Come from on, New, Dylan. He's from um, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He's inspired, let me read out his inspiring story, as I said, because he was on Good Morning America. When Dylan was seven years old, his he and his family moved from Trinidad to the US, where he eventually became a US citizen a few years later. In 2017, things, things did not seem to be looking too good for Dylan and his family and his mum and two younger brothers became homeless and they had to move into a shelter. Oh my gosh. Mm-mm. Thankfully, New Jersey-based organisation called Women Rising helped put his family into housing. Dylan is currently a senior at Henry Sid- Sydney. I said, I hope I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. High school in New Jersey. He told Good Morning America that living in housing did get in the way of his schoolwork and his grades began to suffer because of it. Not letting that determine his future. Dylan has been accepted into 17 colleges. Come through. <laughs> oh my God. Come on, black boy joy. That is amazing. Look, God, God, no, God, oh, God didn't forget about you, Dylan. Certain situations I know we put in. We, we always get put in certain situations mm-hmm. and then we assume oh God's forgotten about us God's not going to bless us and then look what happened look at God look 
17 college. He must be extremely intelligent. No, he must know. His parents, his mum, his siblings must be so proud. So my Melanin Magnetic goes to you, Dylan Chidick. I hope I said your name right. Chidick. <laughs> Congratulations, Dylan. Uh, my Melanin Magnificence goes to a lady by the name of Jackie Bailey. Uh, she is the founder and director of an organisation uh, called BU, spelt B-E-E-U. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she spent like her whole life promoting and developing um, and advancing causes around gender and race before she... Uh, really established herself as a consultant in 2012. Uh, she was mainly working with the NHS on equality, diversity and inclusion. Um, but she eventually got to a place where she increasingly wanted to do more around the personal development of women and in particular black women. So uh, she launched her first retreat. She organises retreats. Uh, and she launched the first one in the UK uh, back in December 2016. Um, after a, f- a, a fact-finding mission last mm-hmm. November, she succeeded in planning uh, the third uh, retreat, which mm-hmm. was a two-centre retreat in Gambia, oh, which wow. also included a five-star luxury pampering day at the five-star Cocoa mm-hmm. Ocean Hotel. Five-star, you know. Yeah, man. And the 11 women attending... Uh, range from ages like 23 to 59. Um, she went on to say that I wanted to create a space for black women where yeah. they could have a personal development experience combined with culture, identity, and the opportunity to visit a place they might never have gone to had it not been for this retreat. Um, she goes on to say, as well as sharing experiences and simply getting together as black women, we were able to discover our roots. The theme of this re- retreat was to be true to yourself and was based on self and sister love and compassion. Um, thank you so much for creating this safe yes. place, this retreat, this organization, um, and the work that you're doing, uh, not just with women, but with black women. Yeah. Giving them um, uh, knowledge, peace, and fun times, giving them nice things. So, Jackie, a huge congratulations on the successful retreat. Ooh, and Jackie. thank you for creating this and just being the forefront. Like, Yes. Thank you so much. I can't, like, apparently there's one for guys as well. I was looking at their website, which is, um, I've got it right here. Had it right here anyway. Yes. So the website is called BUPD.com. Uh it's a personal development and consultant company and she offers life coaching. So I want to be in contact with you because <laughs> on the website it says it's available for men as well. So yeah, congratulations, uh, Jackie Bailey, for being melanated and yes. magnificent and creating this amazing thing that uh, many people can benefit from. So yeah, Melanin Magnificence goes to you. Yes. Jesus, I am so tired today. <laughs> I am tired as hell. Drained. Drained, drained, drained. Right, so, guys, it is time for Miles Measures. Yes. <sighs> so this Madeleine McCain, McCann documentary, yeah. I couldn't finish watching it. It was made me uncomfortable, I'll be honest. It right, so not... it was eight episodes long. Mm-hmm. Every episode was about an hour long. So after I watched it uh, yesterday, 
I watched all eight hours of it. And sis, like, Netflix, this could have been four hours. Like, you could have really done Condense. Mm -hmm. Because lots of things kept on getting repeated. Yes. And after a whole eight hours of watching it, we still don't know where the where she is, where <laughs> she at. So it was all a bit, yes, it was, um, like, they tell you things that you might not necessarily have known or maybe yeah. got reminded of through the media. And like, why, why was it made, they, though? Like, I don't know. Why do they? Well, let's, let's get it twisted. Netflix yeah. is a company that had to make money. Yeah. So they would have made money from it. Um, and I guess in like the Madeline McCann, her parents didn't actually want to take part, and yeah. they were asked if you wanted to, and they said they don't understand how it's going to help uh, further the likelihood of finding their daughter. Mm -hmm. So they were like, "There's no point." I think it's just because there were many things that were reiterated regarding their potential involvement with it, and how lots of things didn't make sense. And yeah, stories were changing, etc. So it could be to do with that. But then again, it also explored other ways that she could have been abducted and things like that. But um, I don't think necessarily that it will help find like this is going to help you know anyone find her but what it de definitely has done is put madeline mccann in everyone's minds again uh and hopefully will make people be be more aware of what she looks like now because they obviously showed us the picture of what she might look like now because if we're gonna go out for looking looking for this girl yeah we're not looking for a three-year-old anymore yeah you think of madeline mccann you think of the little three-year-old girl, girl we see that image but on the show they gave gave you the the new updated image of what she could look like if she's still alive but it was interesting though because like did you get to the part with, with the dogs no I didn't the get sniffer to that dogs part. no okay the, the the police didn't originally want to use sniffer dogs but like after yeah. like thorough investigation and like they did tests where these dogs there were two of them yeah one of these dogs yeah scooby-doo could smell a dead body like if, seriously yes so and the other dog could do um Muttley <laughs> could do these aren't really their names oh. I'm just thinking of dogs oh yeah I oh, can't remember oh, okay. but one of them could smell just human blood like and they would never mistake it for like chicken blood or anything else like what human blood what kind of dog is this May trained I'm dead and um, basically they like one of the tests to make sure that it, this is correct is they had like 10 pieces of clothing and they <laughs> put one drop of like human blood on one of them and washed the clothes like 10 times laid them out in this room and the dog went out and literally found the one and the one that finds the the one that finds blood will just like stick its nose where it is and pulls yeah, and stay there yeah, yeah. and out of all of these clothes this dog went and put his nose where the blood was and it was right and the other one can smell dead, dead like if there was a carcass there and um, the guy... Well, the only dead trainer, bodies, even dead, dead bodies. animals or just dead bodies? They're dead just, human oh. decomposing, oh yeah. He said that um, this dog had helped them find a grave that had had a dead body in it mm -hmm. for like a day or something, but then was dug up and helped them find where this where this grave was. And it was like 20 years ago or something. Like it could still... Not 20 years ago, I can't remember the time. I'm like, I'm lying. <laughs> but it could still smell the body. And so the first dog that smells dead bodies went around, went around the whole flat, didn't do anything. And then when it got, it went like behind a sofa near a window and just started barking, going mad behind the sofa. Oh my God. So they were like, okay, there's been a dead body here. Yeah. And then it also barked in the cupboard of Madeleine McCann's parents' room. So it went into the cupboard. Wait, wait. So, so it's making us think, the well, there were the dog said in in his or her bark 
the bitch, a dead body has been behind this sofa and inside Madeline parents, parents cupboard. I killed them, giving them picnic. They, like, I don't assume anything. I'm they joking. then went in with the second dog that can that sniffs blood. The dog went around the house, goes behind the sofa That's and points it. there, and his nose is on the floor. There's been blood. So there's been a dead body and blood behind that sofa, and exactly the same thing. Um, in the parents' room. So after when they did all of this, did they take the parents into question about what's all this yep, about? They did, and they were like, we don't I know. They also went uh, and sniffed out the cars, like they that they'd had rental cars. The dogs didn't find anything on their friend's car, on their car, but they had a van, which they rented 25 days after Madeline was missing and there was a dead body and blood near the passenger um, front seat door oh my and gosh. in the boot. DNA then went on to confirm that there was like a, I think it was like an 80% match to Madeline's uh, DNA that there was blood in the back of that car. And it could have been What her. the hell? And they got this van 25 days after she was missing. Wild. Wow. But you know what's funny? This is a case. I need that a dog like that that can it. sniff out lies, yeah. I'm dead. I mean, I can sniff them out <laughs> quite good. Okay? But I need a dog like that. Let me know where I can get them. But basically, this is a case that they still is still not solved, isn't it? Nope. Where's she there? But I'm thinking if they found all this DNA match, I'm thinking, oh my god. It wasn't hundred percent match. Which I know, is but it was eight percent, but it was yeah. close though. But that's it's making me think. But then they were like, it could have been uh blood maybe it, of, of, of DNA of like something else. Like one of the kids. Yeah, the her brothers plane. or sisters oh, yeah. or whatever. Wow. You know, it's wild, you know. Uh th- then they've obviously had pictures of like because they saw someone allegedly walking. One of the with their friends went to go and check on the girls or whatever. And said that she saw someone with long hair walking away with a child. And I don't know. So it wasn't just on the parents. But let's just say this whole situation is fucked up. It's disturbing. And I just simply think, I don't know why the fuck they left their kids in that in a room to go and have dinner anyway. Especially when the hotel had its own creche mm. where you could have left them. Yeah. Me, I don't know. My parents would just have us at the dinner table sleep about leaving us in the in, in the hotel. But that's, that's what them people do, isn't it? Wow. What them people do. Well, 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 well. I'm just saying. I can explain. <laughs> but yeah, you know, Maddie still ain't been found. We hope we find you, sis. At the end of the last episode, they did uh, have this like company yeah. which find lost children. They were speaking about how they've bought uh, girls back and boys back that have been missing for four years up to 10 years wow. uh, one person even brought themselves forward like 23 years later to be like oh my god this that's me like this is I'm that person that this that these parents are looking for so they're, 23 they're still years 20 whole three. Oh my gosh but yeah that documentary is um, I, I think it could be extremely shorter than it was yeah, I was in and long. out of attention yeah but yeah, I, I hope sis Maddie gets found in it. Next, the other documentary, Leaving Neverland. Uh, it's had a bit of a backlash and is affecting the Jacksons. 
Wow. Uh, Michael Jackson's daughter, even though I don't know how I feel about saying that because that is a black-ass Negro man with a wide nose despite how he left this earth. Mm-hmm. He exited his mother's vagina with picky hair, okay? Yeah. A dark skin complexion, a wide nose and a good thick lip, okay? And there's no way in hell... <laughs> That these white ass kids. Is hit- I was thinking his. that as well. People nah. really be trying to say that they've killed children. Yes, That's he not- may have looked after them, fed them, and mm. put blankets over them and dangled them over That's hotel insane. things. They ain't his kids, okay? They can't come from They like are that. not. I know. They ain't even got a, li- a little curl Mm-mm. in their hair. Anyway, Paris Jackson was taken to hospital after an attempted suicide. Why? Um, well, you know, she's just tired of defending her her dad. Uh, I don't think that Fair they had enough. watched, they didn't actually watch the uh, documentary, neither of the children. But uh, yeah, Paris Jackson did uh, slit her wrists uh, in attempts to take her own life, which is really, which is, is really awful. Like, that's heartbreaking. I know. No matter whether he did this or not. It's heartbreaking that this uh, this is the effect yeah, that th- on his these, kids, on, like, yeah. Whoever, if they are his kids, so. well, the kids he <laughs> raised, yeah, um, yeah. So that is just really, really, really upsetting, uh, and it makes me do. It does make me think twice about these kind of documentaries because yes, we we should be able to say our truths or have an opportunity to explain one side or two sides or both or whatnot, but we do really have to be extremely careful especially when maybe tweeting about or discussing in public uh these things because obviously everyone has uh, not everyone has family but he did yeah and does and they're alive and it's just really upsetting to know that this girl i know and he's not even here to defend himself exactly so it's not fair apparently she's now out of hospital um and she's back in her LA home. She, and does she have someone with her though? Uh, yeah, the Jackson family. I, th- I don't know whether she's got a man or not, but she's currently in a stable condition. Um, and sources with knowledge did tell um, us, did tell, not us, but told um, TMZ that Paris did this in direct response to the allegations made against her father in this documentary in which Wade Robson and James Safechuck accused MJ of molesting them as kids. Oh, I don't really know what to say. Um, uh, neither does Janet Jackson. Um, <laughs> she allegedly, Janet. yeah, the Queen Janet Jackson has uh, refused to give a comment. Uh, she's had her family at her back. Yeah. Apparently sources close to the Jacksons are saying that there's like a bit of a, a feud right now because they expected her as the senior member after Michael to speak out about, about this and condemn the documentary. But it's very clear. Maybe she don't want to get involved. That's exactly what Mm -hmm. she's saying. She said, I really want to keep my career completely separate from this now. Um, Because she don't know Wagwa. None of us do. And she, his whole sister said, I, I, I cannot do. She said, I'm done. I'm finished. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, that man is dead. There's Is there a point? Like, I love my brother, but I'm not defending this anymore. I can't. She's got a, a Las Vegas um, little stint coming up. Yeah. Uh, so she's just focusing on that, which oh, I she's get. She's got her own little family to worry about her. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many times has Janet had to come out and defend? Yeah. He's gone. Like, let her live. Mm-hmm. You get like, yeah, so apparently the Jacksons are a bit mad at Janet, but I say, Janet, if you don't want to talk about it, 
You don't have to talk about it. I'm dead. Barrett. Enough people are talking about it. So. Ah, right. So earlier on uh, at the start of the podcast, I was like, get the egg. Yes. Have you guys heard of Egg Boy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a, a politician in <laughs> Down Under, an, Austra- an Australian uh, politician was giving, uh, you know, a talk regarding uh, the... There's some shootings that had, had taken place in yeah, a mosque. Yeah. Uh, it was really unfortunate, you know, like 50 people <laughs> ended up dead from this tragic travesty. I'm and, so um, I can't do the accent. I'm so I sorry. I know. If I've been speaking. I was waiting for you to But stop. this politician by the name, I think his name was Andy something. Something like that, yeah. Let me look. Let me look pandas. Oh my gosh, one. guys, I'm dying. This is, I would, you know, you just watch a video like more than once. I watch it 10 times. So. Um, the politician's name was Fraser Fraser Anning. So, uh, a young seventeen-year-old boy literally didn't listen to this podcast, but he took the word of the week and had courage. Yes. And uh, whilst this uh, far right <laughs> politician was talking nonsense out of his fucking trap hole uh, regarding <laughs> what had happened, this guy, he was blaming, basically he was blaming violence on the Muslims and said that there was like a he's link been, between no, he's been the uh, Muslim um, migrant people that were com- immigrants mm, coming yeah. and links with violence. And this boy Used all of his white privilege in the best way. Yes! Hook that egg and went on the back of I this dotty, dusty white man's neck back. And the, the, this the is. The boy moved. didn't even move! The I'm boy sorry. took out his iPhone and said, I'm going to record this, okay? Because <laughs> he I got need. boxed, guys. This man, this grown ass man, politician, can you imagine? <laughs> turned around and in front of a camera, whilst being recorded by a teenager, Box the teenager two times in his face. This boy was then tackled to the ground, re- uh, re- also released, not released. He was arrested uh, and then later released with no charge. I think it's pending investigation. But since then, GoFundMe's have come up. Famous bands, celebrities have been like, we are here for Egg Boy. Because the, <laughs> we are here for you and get the belt he here for sick. you as well. But I'm, what I'm, it just shows how, no, he's more than brave. He stood there recording. Like the man could have reacted anyway and maybe carrying on speaking. But he stood there thinking, in general, if someone eggs your sight, you would react back and hit them. But he just stood there and didn't even move. He took the, the first punch and kept recording. Mm. Miles, he got... Wow, yeah. <laughs> this guy said... um, uh, after a terrorist attack on two mosques in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand, claimed that uh, at least 50 lives were taken. He said Muslims may have been the victims today. Usually they are the perpetrators. <gasps> nah, he's disrespectful. He deserved that. He egg. also he said that the to... real cause of bloodshed on New Zealand streets today um, is the immigration program which allowed Muslim fanatics to migrate to New Zealand in the first place. Like he's been out here coming for them. No, I just no, it was just unnecessary. I'm sorry, Egg Boy. He deserved now. He Egg should Boy. get a Grammy for that. That a was Grammy. amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm sorry. That was you know when you watch a video more. That than was once, one if there mm. was a, a white podcast out here, <laughs> you'd be getting wonderful whiteness for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. I wish we saw his face though. Yes. 
Oh, that video, the one I saw, they covered it. Let me see. Oh, no, there's him face. Let me, can oh I do play? Gosh. I can. But yeah, that was a really hilarious. We did get an email from one of our listeners. Um, but it's not loading. But next week, we're going to, she wanted to get together. She wanted to give the belt to, uh, I think it was a politician. But yeah, next week, yeah. we will read that out. Definitely. Sis, because it didn't come through and we need to, like, leave the studio now. But yeah, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that happened. That was funny. <laughs> what else? Do you know who New York is? Tiffany Pollard. No, who's that? Don't know Tiffany no. Pollard from Flavor Flav. Favor of Love, what it was called. Oh, was that years ago? Yeah, and then she Ooh. was on Big Brother. Tiffany. Oh. New York. I'm not even. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Her. What happened to her? She uh, is. It's been announced that she is going to go on a RuPaul drag show. Uh, oh, the sad. race. Yeah, and she's going to be in making a. Yeah. Making an appearance in a spin off musical about Donald Trump. <laughs> Seriously, and I can only imagine funny. all the memes that she's gonna give us and all of the quotes. That's gonna that be bitch hilarious. Cracks me the fuck up. We can only imagine that what this musical is gonna entail: uh, ripping um, the American politicians and uh, politics to shreds, especially regarding you know the anti-LGBTQ um, happenings that have been going on in the race stuff. Uh, I'm excited for that. Like, that's something good that we're measuring up this yeah. week. Like, I think that that is going to be litty. Like, she's funny. I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but I know that it is clever in a sense, if that, make, if that, yeah. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I can only imagine, and they've got a budget. They've got a good budget. So I can only <laughs> imagine with her presence. No, it's going to be hilarious. It's and their coin and the subject, I just think is going to be fucking jokes. Do you watch RuPaul? No. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's not really my... Cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, look out for Tiffany. Uh, she's going to be doing nice things. So, yeah, next week, the contestants will start in Trump, the Rusical, which will um, presumably be a parody slash attack slash commentary on the anti-LGBTQ politics that um, Donald Trash has been backing during his uh, trashy-ass reign as president. Mm. Um, they did some... RuPaul did uh, rusicals uh, like this before. One of them was dedicated to the Kardashians and one to share. Um, I'm here for it. I'm excited for the memes. I'm excited for the quotes. And I'm here for it. I just need to find out when when we can see it. Like, hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, we have had our first black lesbian superhero in Black Lightning. Do you watch Black Lightning? Who watches Black Lightning? Me, out there? I watched it, but I haven't like watched it recently, recently. But I love them. Is is amazing. Black Lightning is amazing. His two kids in there are amazing. I forgot their names, but they are amazing. But you said there's another one. You said yeah. So they've oh. got um. So the actress uh, Nefessa Williams, who is gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, she's pretty. Uh, is going to be playing. Uh, yeah, the TV's first ever black lesbian superhero. Um, the Wait, super is called Anissa. The superhero is called Anissa Pierce, um, a.k.a. Thunder. Thunder. Uh, 
she had an interview uh, with the Gay Times and said that she remembered crying the first time I put on my suit, just knowing that I was about to be that representation that we'd never seen or had before. Oh. Yeah, actress Nafisa Williams tells them about landing the historic role, uh, one which has provided an unapologetic yet normalized view of life and love as a gay woman in a way that's rarely seen in mainstream media. So with a third season confirmed, they uh, Gay Time spoke to Nafisa yes. about being an ally to the LGBTQ community and why playing uh, Thunder is her dream role. And she just went on to say that it's, a tr it's truly a blessing to know that what we set out to do is what we're actually doing. And I think as an artist, when you put out work, you want to make sure that it's effective and it's relatable. And I feel like those aspects have happened within the show. Um, she also went on to say, uh, when asked what the response has been like from fans, she said, oh man, it's been really great, especially from the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. There's an overwhelming support that I've been getting. I was at a convention and one young woman, she wasn't even black. So this transcends race. She was about 16. She came up to me in tears and she said, thank you. Because after seeing Thunder, she felt normal. And prior to seeing the show, she didn't feel normal being a lesbian. To me, that was the most rewarding response that I received. I think that I watched Black Lightning. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Black Lightning, yeah. I watched like half of the first episode when I was with a friend in Manchester. And we were both like, oh, this is real cheese. And the acting is questionable. Yeah. But... I'm here. I've seen this now, so I'm gonna give it another try. No, you like, should. It's about a black family, of yeah. all black superheroes. Yes, they all get melanin magnificence. I swear, the main one was fine as hell as well. Isn't it the doctor, the main one? Isn't he fine? Which the, one? The, the um, black the lightning. Yeah, yeah, he's no, he's hot. The dad. He's nice he things, right? Oh my gosh, he's a gorgeous man. Yes. Look upon your fears. When no, you say he that. is. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. I'm sorry. What do you guys think of the show? Have you guys seen it? Black Lightning? You guys tell me which episode is your favourite. And season one, I think that season was better is for it? me than the other two. The other two are not bad, but the best. I've always noticed when you start a new sitcom, the first season is always better. And then the other ones that they have to, um, the season two. I think the, so. I feel like they need to make sure, like the first one is like, you have to get people interested. Mm. Yes, I want season two. And then they drop a season two and then. If it's not at the same standards, they're going to start losing. Off, yeah, yeah, you fall off. So you have to make sure it has to be better than the first But don't season. do what Empire did because they oh my god, And they just got extra and extra. And I'm extra, extra read all about yeah, it. Yeah, but they, but they weren't a bit yeah, did too much. Else. I know. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Empire, haha, Jussie Smollett. So he has pleaded not guilty to his 16 uh, wow. charges. How interesting. He's standing by the fact that he remains innocent. Um, I wish I could fly over and go to this court case and just, you know, <laughs> see it. I'd, I'd be really fucking entertained. I'd go in in a nice outfit. That's I'd get put on my Gucci sunglasses, take in some chicken wings, and I would really enjoy watching, watching the process. But yeah, he pleads not guilty. We are sick, Kashmir. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know like I don't you know if it is I, I don't know from all of this maybe it is true it would be silly me to think oh no it's not but I'm just saying how long is he going to keep saying he's not guilty why he just finally he is staying, well, just he's admit maybe he's it like to something we clearly know he did something he needs to stop playing the victim now Jussie I love you still but just stop it now you you know what you did 
You know what mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. did. Maybe if you be honest, maybe they can reduce it. Actually, I don't know. I can't really speak for the judge. They might offer him a plea. Like, like or something like stop lying. Less. It might get worse for you if you're gonna keep saying not get and they bring out more. You understand? Those Sixty-four years. Because child. coming out and you're black. And you're black. They, they will take the piss. I'm just saying. Just be honest to one of them. Even a few of them. Just be like, okay, me did this. Word of the week. Have courage. courage. Yes. Jesse, just have be courage, brave. Jesse. And just sometimes <laughs> you have to take the consequence because Listen, you tell a lie, you, you have to take it. You, oh, I'm just saying. Word. I'm just they saying. Got the word. I'm just saying. Sometimes consequences have actions. You have to take the consequences. Sometimes consequences have no, actions. Sometimes, sometimes actions have, have consequences. consequences. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was talking about. You guys know what I mean. But I'm Jesse, just saying. I, yeah. Oh my gosh. I hope they run this on TV. Nobody's yeah, Empire have taken a hit. Their ratings and viewings have gone down. I know, and it's not fair. Yeah, they've seen the numbers are also a 35% drop in the ratings Ugh. and 29 uh, drop in viewership from the spring premiere of season four back in 2018. So they've taken quite the hit. Oh, bless them. Jossie, man, you're wicked to your cast, people, them. In you're it. wicked. Are <laughs> you doing this? <laughs> they must be mad. Uh, no, oh. I'll be annoyed. I'll be like, wow. Imagine if he gets off not guilty, though. Wow. I don't I'm know. interested to see Wagwan. Even though, even the, 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 if, even if he no, did if, do it, the yeah. fuckeries, I, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I know. I just want to see what's going to happen, to be honest. It's kind of funny. Like, if, if they actually be like, okay, you're not guilty and they let him out. I don't know. But even if. How's it going to be when you come yeah, out? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The crowd, people will come off the Europe. <laughs> but then if he's been proven not guilty, then he'll be like, you can't do this. No, but I'm that's going to be people thinking, you guys, the people's going to still look at him like you're lying. Innit? You clearly did it. Like, I don't know, but. Oh, uh, Jesu. I don't even know what to say. Oh. Oh, but, oh. Um, also, uh, last thing, speaking of TV shows, I watched uh, Idris Elba's... Um, oh my gosh, turn, turn up, up Charlie. Charlie. Yes, it, it was, was so, so good. good. It was good. Like, I, it's great to see like British talent on there. Little Miss, you see Jocelyn, yeah? She amazing. plays the... Right, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. If you don't want spoilers, I'd say skip it for about mm, two minutes. Yeah. Little Miss Jocelyn, to me, she's my favourite character. The auntie. The auntie. She are Auntie Lydia. The an- auntie Lydia. Joker. The auntie lesbian Lydia. Lydia. Yeah, she was oh. The when no, when when little Becky came to the to the run for the no, dinner, she took she the was like, "What is this? this? Auntie <laughs> made some like typical Nigerian uh, yeah. food. Fufu. She yeah. made fufu She's and I don't know what soup <laughs> it was. <laughs> and the little girl look at it and she's little white girl. She was like, "What is this?" And Auntie Lydia has already said to Charlie like. Like this child is naughty. Yeah. What you just gotta do is just beat her, just real quick. Yeah. No, but <laughs> and he's he like, "No, you can't do that." About the fufu. Yeah, oh. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes, <laughs> "What is this?" And Aunt Lydia's like, "Ah, oh, this is fufu." And she's like, "Fufu, that's what I call my vagina." And I when Little Miss Justin reached for her wooden spoon, I was like, "Ah, I'm ready to I whoop the girl." I was like, oh, "Wow, <laughs> the girl would not." I'm not gonna lie. It was the whole concept <laughs> of it was amazing. It was really Idris, good. Oh, Idris, she's too cute. Bless you. I don't no. see it. You know, I really, I don't. He's see a it. no. He's, no, he's a good looking uncle. No, he's a good looking. Ch- no, everyone in there acted so well. They did their part. So, oh my god. I tell you who is fine though. Who? The mixed race manager. The his best, yeah, the one that he ended up fucking. Oh, you like? And then she was like, "Yeah, she's she's fine." Is she? Is she English? No, I think she's American. Really? I know she was American on the show, but 
I think she's a British then. actress. I don't know. Could be. But she is cute. she's sexy as fuck. Then no, they were, yeah, she is she's pretty. Yeah. She was she made me laugh though. No, but I think I don't know, but secretly, you know the husband, the main husband, yeah. Daniel Dan, whatever his name well, was. If you say he acts really feminine. Like, oh my I've, god, listen, I've I was watching with my brethren and thinking, she was like, He is gay, bro. Like. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I maybe. thought he was oh, maybe his expression, because whenever the camera goes to his face, his face looked like push up in like, he like he was choking on his tongue. I don't know, but his face looked weird. And then he would do something, and I'm thinking secretly, I swear I'm gay. It's finally the gay, isn't it? But I felt like, was, like he was trying to force to be straight. That's like, what I my thought it was, was just me. Like, and I'm busy I didn't serious. see it, but then I'm like, mm, you work as an actor, you work in the theatre, you always are like... But then again, you can't you can't be like he's gay because this is what he does for a living. And no, I think he you're is feminine because I mean maybe he is because there's a lot of actors out there that still act as straight men. There's a lot of actors I've seen it in films. Not just actors. My friend was only telling me last night. He's like, I don't get why people think that Drake is straight. I'm dead. Yes, I was like, is. no. I was like, he is. And the, my friend was like, nah, like he is always, every feature he jumps on, he always jumps on like the girl songs. He jumps on like emotional. Because maybe because like, he likes, no, but look how he loved off Rihanna. I don't think he's gay. He's just a sensitive, sweet guy that wants to be loved, but no one giving him love. <laughs> Basically. Why don't you get a plane cash? And no, I'm just, I don't mind. Drake, he could come over. He's just a sweet <laughs> guy. And people like to confuse that with being feminine or this, that, that, or too but soft. But you were just saying that the other guy, he's guy gay. He's gay he's because gay. he's feminine in the show. He's not feminine. Actually, he just he just act gay, and there's nothing wrong with How that. How do you act gay? Like he just he was acting. No, you didn't see. You know, it's just like you can no, honestly. I well, bet, my friend I also bet, saw yeah, that. He I looked, didn't see. Why haven't we researched it and we found out? Oh, he's actually gay, and we was right. You don't know. Maybe he's had to act gay to get the role so he can get career. But I'm being deadly. I bet he's gay. Hmm. I bet he is. We're gonna hear about it. Watch what that last scene. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? The whole episode. I watched everything. The last Me. episode before I came. Oh my god! I you saw see it. that episode where amazing. everyone was fighting, and she was in like, the, in, in, in the end, yeah, and she was end. like, you're gonna. You were gonna marriage him, and then she was like, "Wait, you're gonna leave me?" And then everyone and then, was in the little triangle. It yeah, was just, everyone had I a problem. Like, everyone know, was true. mad at I know, everybody. I know, and I was like, "Which one should I side with?" I was like, oh "Yeah, why are you telling?" Nah, so I was you, laughing. The only one I remember is the gay friend, the little boy, the girl, who's the gay friend, the little white boy. Oh yeah, he gay. goes off and does explore. Well, no, I knew he was gay. Well you done. Tell, but he, but he I was didn't really think so because no, he, he came. No, I know. I like what they did with that because he was like this little like boy. I'm a bad man. But bad I knew, man, little I white knew. boy. It was obvious though. He kind of. But then, yeah. But that, I like that though. That he you was, at the party yeah. just drag him up and kiss him and he said, like, yeah. yes. No, but that's why he flinch. left. He just left the friend. I was like, I know you want to have a good time. Gays, Could yeah, have been like, excuse care. me, let me just go. Ki- I'm, I'll be right back here. I'm just saying, have some manners. He didn't even say shit. He just looked at her and they looked at the boy and said, yeah, mm, let me go friend. and do nice things. Like, I was like, that's bad man. The girl is lost now, but I'm not going to lie. That girl, she acted it so well, but I felt like. Yeah, I was talking to the TV, little bitch. No, Right up yourself. I felt like I was to grab her through the TV. She's too rude. It, she what she needed. Yeah, it was a, a, a good beating. Yeah, what I agree with needed. Auntie Lydia. Yes, I agree uh, with Auntie Lydia. No, but the fufu took me out when she said, when I, she called said I called my vagina. I swear I was Auntie laughing. Was like, ah, this girl. <laughs> I was laughing hard. But the, the scene that I really liked, like usually we would hear a lot of comedy in it, but the scene when she was on the stairs talking to Idris when he was in Ibiza, Ooh, and she actually and she was like, like yeah. that was the first time I saw her being serious, and it was so yeah. nice to see that she actually cared. Yeah. And then like, and I was like, wow. It's like usually I don't know we can laugh laugh comedy but it was good to see um her serious side like mm. in a way no, it was it i was, really like well that, that show is great i don't and i could do a whole episode on that show no, because it, was so it does nice. 
like it really explores uh being a black man yes the expectancies and i know from a nigerian yes. family and a black family yeah, in general the, way to lie, the dynamics yeah. in it yeah. um so much like uh the 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 way youth acts like that mm. little white girl yes and her, her her buddy friend yes and the way that she thought she was able to speak to people and conduct herself um being so young yet having a phone and being quite yeah. clued and up even, a lot of the, yeah, the kids are yeah, like that yeah. now and even showed how her family her parents was not always around it got yeah. aspects into that work, as well and as yeah. a performer and creative myself yeah. I know that lifestyles can be hectic yes and like having a relationship or trying to cultivate one with someone that's hard and yes. then rivalry between friends and yeah. it had so much like oh, it was amazing. and then obviously Idris's Charlie he plays Charlie his yeah. whole journey through that and I like self doubt trying to yes. make it get into I know cocky, that he's at that age Caught yes. up at the lifestyle, mm -hmm. not knowing what he wants. Like it was uh, hats off. It was amazing. Clap, clap, clap. I think Some that guy, you know, Femi. We met him at um, Screen Nation Awards. He was one of the executive producers of the show as well. Oh, was yeah. It? And oh my gosh, no, I even reached out and sent him a message. I don't know if he responded and said that I enjoyed it. It was amazing. But hopefully he responds back and can be like, "You want to come on the show?" <laughs> just say, yeah, man. It'll of be course. nice. But We'd it was love you to come on. It was nice. Oh, it was. Oh, oh. Yeah. I hope season two come back quick. It was In amazing. It, man. You're ready. You guys have to watch it. It was called Turn Up Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Turn Up Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, next week, I'm excited for us coming out of the cinema with Lupita. And we'll be talking about that next week. Us, the film. It's a horror film. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's yes. go and watch that. I oh, know we have to. Yeah, oh, let's have a little Get the Belt day out. Yeah, it's true. I'm yeah, if any of you guys want to come to the cinema with us, it I'm will be Odeon because I have Odeon cards. Which one? And then which, I which location? I'd, probably Central London. If okay. any of you guys want to come and watch uh, us, us with oh my gosh, Get the Bell, yeah. send us an email at contact yeah. Get the Bell Pod and we'll have like a little day out with, <laughs> with you guys. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Nice yes, things. That'd be amazing. Well, that is all for Miles Measures this week. Yeah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Well, guys, it's time for yeah. Oh, you ain't you don't even need to do that no more. Oh yeah, we're just gonna play. Uh, oh, Keisha, so Keisha. okay, yeah. Well, you guys, you can. It's you can do it for... again though if you want to. <laughs> and maybe I can make you guys uh, when when they edit it. We can like make you guys do it together. Oh, like, like a little thing. Okay, let me try. Yeah. Yeah. Keisha, this. she learning. I'm learning <laughs> with cash. Yeah. Well, guys, since we're talking about sitcoms and stuff like that, I took the time. Like, I love watching films. Who like watching movies? Do you like watching movies, Miles? Yeah, man. And I had a time to... Well, what, what what day was this? I think it was Wednesday. No, Thursday evening. I was at home and I was like, I'm just going to watch movies. All the classic movies that actually inspired me. I had I went back to old school. I went all the way back down to the to um, late 2000s to um, late 1990s. Nine. The late 90s, mm-hmm. that, 99. And um, who remember Forrest Gump? Yeah, I kind of do. Oh my gosh, I watched it again. I'm not going to lie. I never felt so emotional in my life. I seen, think I want to watch it again. a film like that. And it reminds me, like there were so many life lessons in this film. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Forrest Gump is based on this man who's basically, he's not really intelligent, low IQ and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, he, no, 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 and he's, like that. he's sitting on the bench and every person that comes to sit on the bench, he just reenacts his life. And everyone sits there and listens to his story, his journey, basically where he is today. And... He was no, he's an extraordinary character. That whoever created this character was like it's phenomenal. And the quotes and life lessons I've learned from this film actually like inspired me to um be who I am now. There was a quote that his mum said in there was like, Life is like a box of chocolates. You don't you you don't know what you're gonna get. And it's true. Trust me. And every time I hear that one, it just makes Sometimes you can even get a chocolate yet yeah, and it's good and you've been yes. sucking it, chewing it, and it's good and it's good. And then you get to the centre of that bitch. <laughs> then you get to the centre and it's sour as fuck. Yes. And, and you'd be like, what the fuck what did the I just fuck? eat? Mm-hmm. It's not that good. And then, anyway, sending me in. No, no, you it's go. true. <laughs> and and then you realize, no, I'm just saying that that movie really inspires me. There's so many quotes in there that actually helped me go towards a certain goal, certain towards a certain dream. There was another one. He said, his mum said, and this one really like made me feel good. He said, you have to do the best of what God gave you. So any talent, mm. any dream, or any um, goal you have for yourself, you just have to be happy with it. Like your goal is not like no one else's. As um, yes. last week's. Um, episode when Keisha Renee said um, keep your eye on on your your prize not their prize or the prize your prize and it's true we're we're born with a certain gift that no one else has we're all born differently because if it was all the same the world would be boring you know what I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. and it's good to know what God gave you maybe because Forrest Gump he wasn't the smartest guy no he wasn't the most intelligent but he had something that no one else he he, everyone would say run Forrest run he was athletic he ran like miles and miles for free Three years just running. I who do that? Running, running, <laughs> running, and running. Thinking, where are running, you going, man? Where are you going? Myself and it just. <laughs> I'm ready to face it all. 
Are you so, done? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, Forrest Gump really taught me the meaning of being true to yourself, being true mm-hmm. to your character, and loving every bit of yourself and realizing life ain't gonna go the way you want it. Life isn't planned the way you want it to be the way you want it to be. But Period. You just have to be happy with the aspects of it and just know that things will go to plan, but not the way you want it. So you have to enjoy the journey, enjoy the moment. I know that God blessed us differently because if it was all the same, it would be hella boring. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Next film, who remembers Coach Carter? Mm. Oh, the, 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 the basketball, basketball film. I, I don't know, guys. When I'm feeling low, when I need to be inspired, when I need to think that I'm good enough, I watch Coach Carter. What did I say? Coach Carter. Basically, if you guys don't know about it. It's basically his coach. It's based on a true story. He goes to the school ages, yeah. and teaches these youths, these bad youths, to um to be better students, not just basketball players, better mm. students, to know that after when they finish school, they have a career. They can go after a certain goal. They can aim higher. They can do anything they want to be and realizing that they are worth something. Because especially being brought up in America, especially in the black community, they assume every black person, you you ain't going to be shit. That's what they assume. You just go do drugs, do um, breed up bare women, go to jail, die or whatever. But no, he gave them a goal. He gave them something to look forward to. And he believed in them. Even when teachers assume, no, they're just basketball players. That's it. We don't need to help them get education. They don't need that. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, I'm a basketball teacher. Yes, but I'm going to help them become better students, a better men. Because in the future, the way this society is, no one else is going to look out for them and then that this coach came to the school and helped them get to that certain goal it just like made me feel like oh my gosh we need someone like that we need more teachers like that we need someone to believe in us even when we have we stop believing in ourselves Mm -hmm. and my favorite part in this whole film and i know you guys i know my listeners you guys know i'm talking Mm -hmm. about he said he always kept saying to the um teammates what is your deepest fear and they would be like what's he talking what's he talking about and then one of the guys what what's his name timo cruz he was always the one that was like um no, we talking about, we talking about. But he stood up when they finally opened the coach, um, the locker room. Yeah. And he quoted, you guys know this from Nelson Mandela. Our deepest fear is not that we're in, in I can't even do it. Come on, Our sis. deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. You playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so other people don't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Oof. This one, every time I hear Ooh. it, uh, Ooh, it, <laughs> it just must stop you, clown. This I don't is know. Some inspirational shit. Oh my god, you honestly sound like some character or something, you know? I know. <laughs> honestly, whenever I hear this this quote, this message, it shows that um, people are scared to um to beat themselves or to um, go off a certain goal because you assume, oh, you're not good enough or this person might be better than you. But then you realise, like, people have a certain talent. Like, let's say if you're a good singer and we, everyone else sees it and you don't see it in yourself and people trying to tell you, go towards that goal, you can do it. But you're like, no, nah, no, nah, you're too like, you think, no, I'll just stay in the back. I'll be the underdog. I won't do that. I'll just do the basic stuff because that's what everyone assumes. That's all mm-hmm. I am. That's all I can be. But no, you can be better than that. You can be the person you're supposed to be. If you're that singer, go be that singer. 
singer. If you're that dancer, go be that dancer. You're that writer, go be that writer. It doesn't matter what anyone else if says. You're that stripper, go do yeah, that strip. Yeah, you have to do. You have to do. Shake your, your mama truth. gave it. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I don't have a big ass like some girls. But when I see people, I'm like, girl, work it. What? Do we gotta do? Pay Come them on, bills. Sis. That's what I'm trying to say. And it just shows that we 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 are meant to liberate others in anything that we do. Like if we have a goal, a dream, we have to just go after it. And this film gets me every time because <laughs> like. I don't know. You know the ones where you just feeling like you need something to build your mood back up. Like I was feeling low, and I was like, no. Then I was like, no. I need to. I need to get up and do something. Yes. I need to start like making a meal plan. I need to meal prep. I need to look. Well, like, honestly, you know, when you look at Instagram and you see all these people looking all fit and going after their body. Girl, mm. and I'm thinking, I'm sitting there stuffing my face, <laughs> eating <laughs> a damn cookie. I'm like, no, I had to throw that cookie away and replace it with a carrot. Even a carrot dry, but I still did it. Ooh, oh, I still did it. You see? Oh. <laughs> But I'm just saying, this movie really speaks to me. Like, it has a lot of benefits that c- can help me and help others as well. So what about you, Miles? What do you think of that quote? How did it make you feel? That's, it just inspires me. How? It's inspirational. It just makes you want to just, just, do, just do shit. Like, <laughs> realise that you do have the power to do things. And that, yeah. you know, maybe we are scared about about actually getting things done. Yeah. And maybe like you said, like when life doesn't go the way you want it to, maybe we're not really prepared for for for, for the right things. Cause I do believe everything happens for a reason. And yeah. sometimes we want things and if we really use our power to make things happen, it might we might not get the outcome that we want. Yeah. But it would be the outcome that we need. Yeah. And it's like we get scared of that. So people end up, you know, shine away from their goals That's where that that's where of the week comes in. Courage. You, you see have to have courage. Yes, you have to have it. You have to have it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's what I think. And lastly, guys, have you heard the film called Remember the Titans? You remember uh, with Denzel Washington in it? You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's an old school film. But this one, I always watch it just to... Um, Excuse the sirens, we're <laughs> in the ghetto. What you like? As I was saying, remember the Titans with Denzel Washington. This film helps represent black and white. Basically, everyone should be equal. It's kind of like how Martin Luther King said, I had a dream that all black, white... I ain't quoting it properly, but you know what I mean. Everyone should come together and everyone yeah. should be one. It's basically based on the, um, a football team. It was all white football team. And then they had to... Um, put all the blacks with the white men and they had to work together as a team. Of course, there's going to be love, hate. People are going to be like, no, no, I'm white. I'm better than him because he's black. This, that, that, throwing shade. And eventually, this coach taught them that we are all one. We all bleed the same bloods. We are all the same. We have to work as a mm-hmm. team. doesn't matter what skin color he is. If he's orange, yellow, white, green, doesn't matter. We are all one. We are all human beings. And this quote really touches me. He said, people say it can't work black and white. But before we reach for hate, always remember, we are the titans. It doesn't matter if we're black, white. We, we, are, we are a team. It doesn't matter. No one, we all shed the same blood, as I said. So everyone needs to learn to work together and know that we have to find peace, not just in ourselves, but in others as well. And we just have to come together. Even though young people get tired, then stumble and fall. But those who trust the Lord will find new strength. Oh Amen. my gosh. Like, I just want everyone to realize that Okay, let me be honest. I witnessed something a couple of days ago this week. I didn't like it. Um, there was, um, you know, on the bus the, at the front, it's mainly the old people will sit there. doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're black, white, whatever. And there was a, um, an old white woman sitting in one of the chairs that was close to the window. And there was a spare chair right at the, um, right next to her. Um, two old people came on. Um, one was a white old lady and one was a, a black old lady. The white old lady walked past the chair that was sitting, that was the first white, 
old lady was sitting. Mm -hmm. And then the old black lady came and sat down next to her. The white lady that was sitting next to her kept looking at her in an uncomfortable way. I was just noticing. Then she was, and then she kept trying to shuffle, shuffle. Mm -hmm. And the old, the old black lady was like, what are you, what are you doing? What's wrong? Are you, are you okay? Mm -hmm. And the white woman was like, no, I'm not okay. You're sitting next to me. Uh, and like she made a scene and I felt so uncomfortable. Like I felt angry. And even though they were old, I felt like saying, look at there, you old little bitch. But I didn't like, but it's just certain the old black woman got up and she said, you know, it's fine. And then the old white woman that like, went past at the beginning said, no, no, go sit back down, go sit back down. And said to the white woman, that's not nice. We are, we are all old, we're all human. Like see. I was, and it was so nice to see that. It was so nice. And I felt joy afterwards. Like people like to throw so much shade, to, shade towards us, especially us black people, because we're black for no reason at all. And we don't do nothing. Mm. We honestly don't. And sometimes I feel like being us is a bad thing. Are we disgusting? Have you thought that in your mind, Miles? No, like, I've never, I've nah, never some, crossed. Like sometimes I feel like, are we that disgusting? Are we that like? No, I never thought that. <laughs> I thought, are you that disgusting that you're no, so but, disgusting? No, but it's true. Projecting? No, no, it's true. Like you're protecting so much ignorance and hatred. And, and hatred for no reason when we all should be one. So this film, anyone out there who uh, has experienced certain actions like that or who are Actually, I can't even say if anyone's racist listening. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> but if anyone out there... <laughs> you never know, sis. But it's the true. But any, the haters... Real. You guys watch Remember the Titans because this will teach us something that we all should love everyone else. You know, we were put on this earth to love, not to throw hate, not to throw shade. We're supposed to work as a team and it's not always yeah, be angry and be like, yeah. because she's black, I have to be angry or she's white. No, we are all one. We bleed the same blood. That's what I'm saying. But I hope these movies have ins can inspire you also. Remember the Titans, number one. Number two, Coach Carter. If they're feeling low and need to build up that attitude in positivity and go after that goal, watch that one. And lastly, Forrest Gump. If you need someone to believe in you, Forrest Gump will. <laughs> yes, dead. he will. <laughs> but I hope you guys, guys, like guys, guys enjoy this episode. Yeah. We oh my, Keisha, you need to help me out. <laughs> Oh, so it is time for questions. Oh, yes. I love this one. Now, on my Instagram story today and on the Get the Belt uh, story, we did ask Gosh. for some of your belts. Um, we did get some questions as well, though. Um, one I, I think is really actually very quite interesting. So uh, let's call this person... Uh, Dumbledore <laughs> Dumbledore says hey guys check it out and let me know what you think May 27 I met a guy called oh, do I read his name I'm gonna say I'd say um, um, Dumbledore meets Hagrid Hagrid okay Just, yeah, yeah. Oh, Slytherin <laughs> I'm joking May 2017 I met a guy named Hagrid Hagrid on first appearance was well put together seemed kind caring and honest so you can imagine, I was intrigued. Month one into our relationship. Whoa, wow, cool, nice things. Okay, so month one into our Wait, relationship. Month one, you guys were already in a relationship, even after that. Oh, wow. He was intrigued and, you know, so Dumbledore just, was like, he just I see it, straight it away. I want yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, month one into our relationship, I started noticing odd behavior traits I had seen before in previous relationships. Taking the conversation outside, notifications on his mobile phone were off and his need to always walk with you mobile phone every time he left the room. 
uh, one day when he was asleep, I decided to go through his mobile phone. And to my surprise, he had been talking sexually to other guys throughout the time we had known each other. And at this point, we had known one another for about two months. <sighs> well, from when you had to go through his phone, you know, you see yeah, intuition, yeah. Of course. Intuition. Tells you. Where- you, you know, that is, I feel like intuition is God just being like, nigga, <laughs> I'm just going to let you have this feeling. Mm. I'm not going to come in in a blazing tree, mm. a, a, a little plant on fire like I did with Moses, <gasps> because you guys will go crazy and I'll go viral and then too much. But let me just give you a little feeling. And that feeling, oh, shit, you was right. So one month of dating... And one official month in a committed relationship. That is the two months. Well, it looks like you were committed. He, not so much. Hagrid yeah. tried it. Mm-mm. Anyway, uh, Dumbledore goes on to say, I want to pause there for a second and go back to the first conversation we had. In the very beginning, I said to Hagrid, come as you are, be who you are, and allow someone to love you and trust you for who you are. Hmm. If you know you're the kind of guy to play around, don't ask for Menominee. Amen. Mm-hmm. Simple state what your intention is. Yes. Hallelujah. If you, had a, if you have a past and you're not proud of it, don't let that define you. Come on. Mm. I am an open book of possibilities and I want to build a life with someone I know and trust and someone who will always have my back. Amen. <laughs> yes, Hagrid. I will take you as you are, and together we can change for the better. Wow. That went in one ear and out the other. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. Dot, dot, dot. My my question is, why do people feel they need to hide who they are in order to get the guy or girl? For me, I never want to fall in love with a version of someone that isn't real. Well. Mm -mm. Well, well. Too many pretenders out here, man. How can you trust someone who chooses to be deceitful? (laughs) Sorry. How can you trust someone who chooses to be deceitful when they were giving every chance to come forth with the real them and perhaps have a much better and longer lasting relationship where they can be truly themselves? And then it says, define trust and loyalty. For me, it's not about the mistakes you make that cause the trust to be broken. It's about being brave enough to come forth and admit those mistakes and deal with the consequences of your actions. Yes, have courage. Come through Hagrid. Yes. Loyalty is no, about it was having... Dumbledore. Hagrid is... Oh, yeah, yeah. fuck you, Hagrid, you <laughs> stupid-ass nigga. I'm dead. Come on, Dumbledore. Loyalty, he finishes, closes us out by saying, loyalty is about having my back in the moments that really matter, not allowing others to see the cracks. I just want to say, firstly... um. Dumbledore, you wrote this out so brilliantly. Come like he, through. he just placed it all out there. Like, just it like, nice a, like yeah, like it was nice. The presentation, yes. Wow, this is just another case of niggas not being shit. I know. <laughs> Trash. It's just generation, man. No one's no one's honest anymore. Everyone just want to <sighs> pretend to be something that they're not. People be calling themselves different names. <laughs> listen. listen. <laughs> Cashmere. Catfishing Cash out me. here. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, I can't deal. Um, uh, 
to me, it sounds like you know what you want. Yeah. It sounds like you know who you are. It sounds like you've lived. You know, you've read books. You uh, are in tune with what you and will not tolerate and accept. Uh, and it's a shame that this motherfucker Hagrid played you. The gag is when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. And yeah, you went through his phone. Like, I mean, I wouldn't. From when I want to do that, I would, I would just, just, just bounce. Yeah. But like, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to do your Olivia Pope, and you find what you were looking for. Like, like I said, like if you go looking, you you are gonna find, and you found. Yeah. I'm guessing you didn't say mm-hmm. that you left his ass. I hope that you did because you sound like a good guy. Who I need to find. Where where are you? <laughs> I'm dead. No, I'm joking around. But like, uh, your question was, um, uh, my question is, why do people feel that they need to hide who they are in order to get the the guy or the girl? Because they know what their ass smells like. They know <laughs> what they're really like, and they know what their intentions are. You said earlier in your in your email, um, why don't they just tell us what their intentions are? I feel like people, um. You know, on Instagram and stuff like that, we're surrounded and is imposed onto us this idea of settling, having, um, you know, being in a monogamous relationship with just one person, marriage, house, kids, blah, blah, happiness, happiness. But that isn't really what people are really wanting these days. Mm. They might say that they want that. And like this guy fucking lied to you, this Hagrid ass, dry ass, dusty ass, cheating ass, lying ass motherfucker did that. Yeah. Uh, and that wasn't the case. Because if he wanted that, he would have been texting motherfuckers. He mm. would not. And, you know, it's just it, it, it's just people are not, uh, they're not aligning with what they are saying. Yeah. They are saying one thing and doing another. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like word of the week. Just be, just have courage. have courage. They need to have courage to be like, listen, I just want to fuck. Because then no one's getting hurt. No one's told no lies. Maybe some people will get hurt because I, I, I don't believe you can just do fuck. I cannot. Yeah. I've tried and <laughs> it does not work. But, um, yeah, he, I'm guessing you've left him. I hope that you have. You then went on to say, define trust and loyalty. I think you said it. Like, you, yeah. you went on and said, you know, it's about having my back in moments that matter and not allowing other people to see the cracks. 100%. Trust and loyalty. Loyalty doesn't necessarily mean standing by you and agreeing with what you say all the time. It's also yeah. standing by you and being like, listen, that was wrong. Uh but I love you and I'm gonna, I'm loyal to you and I'm letting you know that and I'm telling you this from a place of love. Trust is just a, a feeling. Essentially, trust to me is a feeling of peace uh, and no hesitation. Yeah. And uh, yeah, real peace and being relaxed. Safety. It's a feeling of safety uh, mm-hmm. that is based on your relationship connection and uh, the way someone makes you feel. Yeah. Despite whether they've done things in the past, it, it's that energy of of feeling safe when they're around you and when they're not. And yeah, he Hagrid tried you, Dumbledore, and I hope you told him where the fuck to go. And I hope he can get... Do you know what? This is the only question that we've got today, but I want this to be my belt. I'm going to give the belt. Yeah, I was thinking that too. To Hagrid. Mm-hmm. 
A.K.A. John. Oops, sorry. I've said it. That was the name here. But we're not going to tell you who it came from. I'm just, but my yeah. belt... Let's move on to the belt section. Okay. So this week, my belt goes out to John, A.K.A. Hagrid. If you listen to the previous segment, the questions. Um, yeah, my belt goes out to you for and any, all my other Hagrids out there. My belt goes out to all the Hagrids out there <laughs> lying, yeah, trying people, trying us. Be real. Be honest. Stop hurting people. Because you, you, like I said, when you do clannery, the clan will come back to bite. So if you're a Hagrid and you're out here doing lies and deceit, go home, brush your teeth, wash your asshole because it probably stinks. Get to the clinic because I know you've been out here fucking rule with other people. And just remove your energy from, from me. Remove yourself from me. I will not have you to get away. Go far away. All of you Hagrids can get the belt. If you're listening to this and you are Hagrid, lying ass motherfucker, be it male or female, it make no difference. Just like Beyonce said, it make no difference. If you's a lying ass, conniving ass, deceitful ass, Hagrid, you get the belt today. And if you're not that person, but you relate, please, I beg, you can send this little clip to them so you don't even have to let them know how you feel. I, Miles Hart, will let them know. You Hagrid-ass, lying-ass <laughs> motherfucker, get the belt. Oh, my God. Send it to a friend. You get the belt, you dickhead. Because the rest of us, Dumbledore, we, we will flourish and we will grow. We will do nice things. And one day when we meet someone else like us, Dumbledore, yes. who knows what they want, and like you said in your email, can stand up and, you know, be themselves and accept other people for themselves. When we do that, when we do nice things, these people will continue to continue to go around doing lie, doing cheat, doing scam, doing dotty text, doing what loss ungodly things and just continue to get diseases. Yeah, not just sexual ones, but mental ones as well. We will not be a part of it. So we will be we will be in the light. But yeah, my belt goes out to all the Hagrids out there. Deuces. <laughs> Who did your well, belt go to this week? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm going to get the same place. But not to the same place. I got two. That racist lady on the bus, bitch. You already know I said it already. But also, <laughs> uh, like this whole concept of... um of um, What do I want to say his name? Well, he's, he don't have a name. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. That's it. Um, he's a good one. Hagrid yeah, Dumbledore, you like... Cheat, it just shows what you want in life and that is a good that is a good thing especially mm-hmm. in this generation no one cares anymore they would see someone who wants a commitment get with them be a pretender and then break their heart because people these those are people i call narcissistic How you say, am i saying it right yeah no, you yes, did narcissistic yes. people they narcissistic. the mentality mentality is messed up they are corrupt and they're just low down blood clot dogs that's all mm-hmm. i can say what i've realized over the years of um, meeting men and commitment and stuff like that you can see this people are always going to pretend to um, care they pretend to put out all that basically just throw different things at you pretend you can get this you get that I'll, I'll be there for this that that one but they're liars and I'm not trying to say don't do <laughs> sorry I just had to say that oh out. my <laughs> gosh you just fucking scare me nutter but people will you need to realise there's going to be people that's going to hurt you Triggered. there's people that's going to hurt you but you have to find the person that is worth the pain and even me saying that I feel like saying go suck up your mother but um <laughs> 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 sometimes 
do you have to deal with it? I'm not going to be like, oh, don't date. I'm not going to be like, oh, take longer before you get in a relationship. Because even when you get in a relationship with someone, maybe six months down the line, and then they'll show you their true colours in it. Nope. It's just people's, like we call it their mindset some people's mentality is so messed up and corrupt you can't even think oh i'm going to change this person because some people are not willing to change themselves so you can't be willing to push it so but from looking at this it shows that you got your head screwed on mm-hmm. and trust me darling there's going to be someone out there that deserves you in every aspect i'm going to appreciate the good the goodness that you can offer them because he he completely is an arsehole. Yeah. He doesn't want to commit to one person. People out here just want to be parting around and just mingle, mingle and digger, digger, digger. Yeah, you wanted to go check the phone. phone. I'm thinking from that you from you as Ma you said, you're in like in, your instinct tells you that you know he was uh-huh. messing up. There was no point of checking the phone for you to realize that you just knew already. That was your own. Yeah, that was that's your own. Yeah, doing you didn't have to run doing... after the phone. Just disappear and just keep it moving. He's gonna realize what he lost at the end of the day. These people out there who likes to hurt people for no reason at all go circled your mother okay because come are gonna come back for your blood clot ass yes yeah, so all the haggards out there as Ma said yes you lot are pricks man you, you guys are some washed up little dotty jellyfish crab leg <laughs> shrimp blood clot stinky foot pick my nose and boogie and clean up my ass dotty people then <laughs> They get the they get the belt. And side note, to 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 all of the people that are like me and um Dumbledore, uh I've got one song. Oh my god, that sounds good on there, you know. It does, isn't it? Yeah. It sounds really nice on there. <laughs> yeah, let me know where you were. Like I said, I'm going to the cinema with Cashmere <laughs> to watch us. So if you want to join, come like join. I said, yes, come join us. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore. I'm not gonna lie, Dumbledore. You should come actually if you're brave enough to come out and just yeah, come have a good time with us. Courage. Yes, courage. Yes. Ooh, so that's it for another episode of Get the Belt. Yes. I had a good time. Yeah, it was, it was wild. It wow, was. I felt like everything was really connected. And I like, know. We like have a little conversation before we record this. Yeah. We like to come and you know surprise each other. You know, give yeah. you that authentic, of course, the authentic laugh. Not like I already know we've rehearsed. Like it's off. It's pretty off the cuff. This. Yeah. This shit right here. It's being honest. It's, um, it's it's so cool how like often like things all merge and mesh and like yeah. the word of the week into this guy's email. Yes, that it was only does. Sent it's in a, today. The way guys, I just thought that on top of my head because I'm just sick like that. That's just amazing. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and modest as well <laughs> but yeah thank you guys so much for, li- for listening yes. uh, if you've been affected by any of the things that we've yes. discussed uh, feel free to email us or con- and contact the show yes. we love to hear your questions we like to find out who you'd like to give Melanin Magnificence to yes. and who else you might want to get the belt to and give them the blood clot lick and you can email us at contact at getthebelt.com oh get dot the com. <laughs> you, know you tried I mean. it <laughs> that is contact at getthebeltpod.com guys nice things so anything you want to tell the beautiful girls and boys before we leave um, Dumbledore you are amazing you <laughs> are a queen do you boo and Hagrid's got some cut myth I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say
gonna take it too far. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You look good, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, thanks for emailing in. That yes. was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Um, if you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Acast, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yes, find us wherever on you want. Listen yes. to us. Um, and just do nice things. Yes. You have been listening to Get, Get the, the Belt. belt. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.